previously on Quest Friends Forever. I'm Timothy Timothy. I sent you through the portal to come to this world. It's, it's a very difficult spell, but I do have the, the scroll that I can read, and I do have the diamond that I need to cast it. As you remember, of course, it's a diamond worth 5,000 or more. Timothy already has the diamond in his hand, and he's like waving his wand like a figure eight Okay, the we're doing it. The diamond looks like it's starting to kind of reduce in size. Almost 50 people emerge back through the portal into your hotel room in the Pantheon. <laughs> We need a safe place. What if we all go back to the forest? I have an idea on the diamonds then. That direction in my world, someone lives over there. His name is Balthazar. He's like this collector guy. And in my world, he's got diamonds. We could always go see if we could get some from him. Laverne is saying that where Balthazar lives isn't here. I'm sorry, we ha don't have a good speed mountain in our, I guess, world, as you call it. But we have the good speed desert in that direction, but there's no mountains, I'm sorry. Over God of knowledge, give me your knowledge because I need to know if there's diamonds in good speed desert. You will find what you are looking for if you know what to do. It's morning time in the Petricor Forest. Y'all are loading up the carts, the horse core carts, for your uh, days, couple days journey out to the desert, the Good Speed Desert, to search for diamonds. So far, it is just the four of you. It is Stephanie, Val, Jared, and Ellie loading up this cart. And after a few minutes, as you guys are getting prepared to go, Timothy Timothy walks out. And uh, he does not have a, a bag or a pack or anything. It is just just timothy and uh he looks a little um a little sad right now kind of his hands in his pockets and his head down and he walks out to uh to you jared and he kind of uh pokes you in the side to get your attention ow fuck <laughs> jesus oh that sorry. was really hard sorry <laughs> i don't know my own strength sometimes i guess god what are your what are your hands made of swords fuck oh well maybe uh, can register with deadly weapons, right? <laughs> you get kind of, kind of joss you a little bit. Joss, joss. Is that the word? Joss. 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 Yeah. Jostle. Is it jostle? Sure. Gives you. It gives you a little, a little. <laughs> one of these. A rib. A, he ribs you a little. Yeah. A rib. It's ribs for your pleasure. And he says, "Hey, um, Clint, <laughs> brought it down." Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, sorry. Did you to... feel the dra I felt the energy drain from everyone in the room. That was he amazing. says, uh, "Sorry for making that weird there for a second. You hear, you hear faintly from kind of far away. Oh my goodness! Great. <laughs> he says, "Hey, look! I know you guys are getting ready to to take off here uh, to head out to the the desert, and uh, I was just gonna let you know I don't think I'm gonna come along on this one. Why for, for this one? Um, well, you know, it's uh, I'm going through." I'm going through some stuff. It's a little weird here being in this world. And uh, I don't really know a lot about what's going on. And like, I thought it was a mountain, but it's a desert. And I'm kind of kind of thrown a little bit. So I, I kind of wanted to stay behind here with, with Laverne and the readers. Uh, I want to learn a little more about this world, kind of figure out what's out here. Let's see if I can figure out any like similarities about what's, what's from my world, anything that can help, you know. Um, I don't really know if I'm feeling up for a, a long adventure at the moment. Just wanted to kind of make sure that was cool with you, Clint. 
<laughs> the disdain that he says your fucking name in. I know. Like it's no, like your just, mother saying your fucking just, name. Just want to make sure, you know. Um for sure. Oh, okay. Wow. Bye. I thought that would be like a whole thing, but uh, no, that's actually oh. great. That's... Oh, no, no, no. Actually, no, 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 it's great. Oh, it's, no, it's fine. you should like oh. come with us like for sure. No, like, no, yes. You should. No, for okay. real. I, you should like. I get it. No, we like. No. You, <laughs> All right. You hear, you, hear, you hear faintly from far away. Laugh out loud. Oh, okay. Now, now the robots even even getting me. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, no, it's good. I I'm I'm now see now I'm ribbing you because I didn't like getting poked. That shit hurt. No, you should learn about your your stuff if you're feeling jostled mm. and a little bit uneasy. Uh, yeah, stay behind. Vibe out. Who cares? Yeah. Like yeah. we're gonna we're we're capable and confident. And as you know, I'm Clint Fat Dick or whatever. Nah, that's not quite it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm. We'll make it work. Yeah. Like either way. <laughs> sorry, I have a lump in my throat because I'm so sad you're not coming. Um, <laughs> no, you'll you'll. We're gonna be great. You should you should stay behind and and uh, read a little bit. Yeah, you know, I <laughs> read also a have book, to, whatever. I also have to you know get my strength back, and you know I'm gonna open the portal again when you guys get back. So it's kind of hard to do that so yeah I but you've been looking out, strong probably. you already look stronger today i mean remember oh, the wow. side poke i'm like ow jesus yeah. he's so oh, strong yeah. now oh yeah good times I, I remember that that was fun <laughs> no we're gonna be great you're gonna you're gonna do great things we're gonna do great things and we're gonna reconvene you're gonna be rested you're gonna we're gonna save the save the day so he uh he bows a little bit and he's not sure why he did that and he's embarrassed so he takes a few steps back and you can um, i mean you're allowed you i mean you can bow yeah, well, it felt right. I mean, I, don't know. I mean, I'm not. I don't. He's walking wanna, back while this wanna, is happening. If you if you want to bow, go. You can you can bow. No, it's, I, don't, it's, I don't mind. We already, we already were, no, 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 no. We got, no, we got just, it. You felt weird. I don't want to make you feel right. weird. Like okay. I just no, no, no. But, uh, okay, well, okay, all right. See you later. <laughs> so he he walks back. Uh, a small crowd has formed. Uh, obviously, because the protector, you know, gathers crowds wherever she goes. Uh, so some of the readers have come out. Laverne's there to see you off. And uh, it's so they, they they wave to you. It's a hearty wave, and the four of you load up into the cart with all your supplies, and you leave the Petrichor Forest in search of diamonds. Insert music here. So, back to our just core group now. No more. Yes, yeah, the core of us. Yes, yeah, the four of us. NPCs. Rancid here. anybody? Just the mm. four of us. <laughs> That's how Rancid sings it. That's true. So it's going to take a couple days to get to the desert. And uh, about a day after you've left the forest and you started traveling southeast, you find yourself riding calmly in the official trademarked cart of the Horse Corps as it ascends a grassy hill. As you reach the top of this hill, you can see far off into the distance where the plains start to give way to the sands of the desert. Is this where JFK was assassinated? It's not. And you know that's where your journey is taking you eventually. Fantasy JFK? But as you gaze out... FJFK? Okay. But as you gaze out... Okay. The airport? (laughs) I'm going to be AFK in a second here. Uh, But (laughs) as you gaze out over the horizon, you see a figure approaching up the hill from the opposite direction. As this figure gets closer, you can see it's a medium-sized human... Gross. Walking on foot in a big, heavy trench coat, which seems a little out of place given the pleasantly warm weather where you currently are. It's the Riddler. 
It's not. It's Blade. They have. <laughs> mm, Is it Fantasy Blade? They have the hood of their coat up over their head, and uh-huh. a perp and a purple bandana covering their face from the eyes down. They are walking slowly and somewhat labored. As you can now see, they also have a large backpack slung over their shoulder. When they see you, the figure raises both hands, partly as a wave hello, but also partly to suggest they mean no harm. As they reach the top of this hill, where you are currently sitting, they speak to your group. My, what a fine group of travelers if I ever seen one. It's a trap. We have to keep going. You look like you're on your way to some kind of adventure, eh, stranger? Yeah, I don't trust this person. Walk away. Walk what are you this. selling? No, don't. They, he has to make the joke. Don't make the joke for him. <laughs> Can I? Is there like a gas totally pedal right. that I could just start like? I mean, there's I'm reins. Totally right. I start whipping the reins. Go, go, go! Are Run him over. Are you going? No, 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 no. Oh. Val tuck and rolls off the cart and <laughs> gathers their composure and walks up to the stranger. Hello. Oh, well, look at this fine metal fella here. Hello. Hey, stranger. Hello. Oh, yeah. He- hello, indeed. Hello. I'm wondering if I could perhaps Greetings. interest you. I am a variant oh. Alpha Psionic Altonian Lexo Transceiver wow. Unit, model number XFCED001. But you can call me Val for short. It's great to meet you. It's always nice to meet a new stranger. <laughs> I was wondering, since you all seem like a ready group of travelers. How can I help you today? Well, I think I can help you, my friend. You look like you're on your way to some kind of adventure, eh, stranger? How can I help you today? Anyone else in your group talk? No. Hello. (laughs) Well, all right, I'll deal with it. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Beep boop. I don't speak that one. Beep boop. Um, okay, um, I think, Val, I think your Yamatashi needs you. Isn't that what that means? Beep boop, beep boop. Great, okay. So sounds like it pooped there. <laughs> uh, Dave, roll a uh, d6. Oh fuck! Okay, forgot that you control the chart for this. I got oh, a one. See if I poop. Yeah, I got a one. Your Gamatashi wants to play with you. Oh my goodness! So you have to play like you play so like Val- a little matching game. Like the you need to find the diamond. It, so on Val, the cards. Val looks. I mean, you Val looks at the, the stranger. Diamonds. Val turns their attention towards the stranger and says, "So long." And just starts walking away to play with your <laughs> and that slowly fades <laughs> off. <laughs> All right. Then uh then this this person on the hill then turns to the other three in the cart. Well, that was quite a, an exchange, but look, friends, I'm a I'm a bit of a traveling salesman, you see. I got a got a full inventory here if you'd like to have a look. What you selling? What are you buying? What are you selling? Ah, I did it. I fucking knew it. I fucking knew it. I called it. It was either Blade or the salesman, and I fucking <laughs> fucking knew it. So, you have a chance to uh, do a little shopping here today, if you would like. Would you like oh, to so look at the, guy? the man's wares? This is a real, like... This is a traveling situation. Yeah, we get, we get to shop. Mm, I'm still... I'm still... I still don't buy it. I still think I don't have any money. Person's... We have plenty of money. 420 uh, coins. I don't have money. We have oh, money for you. Collectively. Okay. Okay, we, buy it for yeah. me. I have just uh, sent to the Zoom <gasps> chat a oh PDF God. of this <gasps> gentleman's wares. So. Oh, fuck. <gasps> <gasps> Balls. Ball... Oh, I love ball bearings. 
He opens his trench coat wide, and you see just a plethora of goods of different of sizes, different sizes and different purposes hanging from the inside of his jacket. Nasty. And he says, "What are you buying?" And he waits eagerly for oil you to flask. Look at what his the inventory. fuck is that? Lube. Good Jesus. thing there's flavor text that tells you what everything is. Oh, that's I have a question. Smart. How are the podcast listeners going to know what's on this list? I'm going to post the list, and we'll also talk about it out loud with our mouths, depending on what okay. you want to buy. So, what's the wait, character limit for podcast? I'm notes? sorry, I thought this said donkey dick trousers. It doesn't say that. It doesn't. What say kind that. of list is this, Danny? It this doesn't is supposed say to be that a family one. friendly show. It's not. Oh, wow! There's a lot of stuff. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, He's got quite I'm... an array of of wares. All right, we're gonna we're gonna look at this. Stuff. Okay, so wand wand of the old switcheroo is really expensive. That is so fun. But that's actually that's really my cool. most premium item, cool. friend. Cool. I and we have enough for it. But that's the thing, though. We gotta really decide because then we're gonna be broke and we got a long trip. Let's look. Let's look at everything. Let's take a minute. Okay. Take a minute. Okay. Take a. This is this, this is an important decision. Let's, it's our first our first shopping experience. I have a I have an issue with this list, Mister <laughs> DM. That's one not my the, name. He says. One of the items is pocket sand, loose mm-hmm. sand that you keep in your pocket. Uh-huh. As, <laughs> as an action, <laughs> you can make an attack roll to mm-hmm. throw the sand in the eyes of the target within melee range. Uh-huh. Okay, so that's that's the scheme. That's... So you have a problem with pocket sand? It sounds like. Yeah. It sounds like that's something that I could just get on my own. I mean, maybe, but it's here for sale on right my now. Own. Is it? Is it magic sand? It doesn't say it is. It doesn't, but it doesn't say it's not. I mean, there's also uh, mystery potions on there too. If we're if we're worried about potentially shady shit, but yeah, um, the trousers are cool, but also like I'm strong as fuck, so I don't really. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, magic for babies. Magic for babies. Ring of the Grammarian. Ring of the Grammarian is my favorite D and D item that I've never gotten to use and never played a game with it. It's always been on the menu and no one's ever bought it. Which one? Don't feel pressured to buy it. The Ring of the Grammarian. I'm I wish, looking at that. Oh. I wish um, how does I had that work? it as a character, but I'm not a character. So, so I'm, I'm interested in that, but I need you to tell me how it works. So there's a, like, okay. You know spells have names? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so ch- Chromatic Orb is a spell, right? The Ring of the Grammarian allows you to take one letter of that spell and change it to something else to create a new spell. So we could change that B to a C and cast Chromatic Orc. And then... I would have to figure out and decide what that spell looks like. There's spells and- like like this one called Cause Fear. You change that to Cause Bear, and then a bear would appear or something. You can change your spells to do different shit. That's Although pretty cool. You can't add or subtract letters. From from a. I feel like that would a, be really good for uh, for Eric. For me, as a <laughs> I want. yeah. But the thing well. But that's the hardest part about this is we only have 420 gold pieces oh, and that's like a God. quarter of our entire inventory. Oh my God. What? Ring of private invisibility. Once per day, this ring can be activated to make the wearer invisible as long as no living or sentient creature is looking at them. That's pretty good. Oh, I know where you man. got that. Mystery <laughs> man. Yeah, this is a fun list of things I stole from other D&D podcasts and homebrew websites on the internet and the movie Mystery Men. So Iconic. Yeah. I'm sorry. Also, um, the ring of useful objects. Um, when you roll that d20 and you get a one or two, the wearer chokes. Like you, you, your character chokes. Is that yeah. correct? 
Yeah, uh, you take the item out of your mouth, the description says. So if, say if you roll a 16, you pull a bottle of wine out of your mouth. That would be very fun for Jared, too, because you could pull money or wine <gasps> or or you just choke or you just Wait, choke. Wait, can he buy free. that now and then attempt to pull money out of his throat so we could buy more stuff? Uh, I mean, he gets one roll per day. If he hits the money one, then he could. Okay, you have the deter- the determination of a d20. Mm-hmm. You would roll it, and then based on this table, you would get something out of your mouth. Okay. Honestly, that we can use it forever, essentially. Once per day. That one looks no. pretty fucking sick. But also, the temporary tattoo of intimidation is very good. <laughs> Let's look at what would be the best for each person. Like, okay, if, is there something that, holy shit, if Jared had this with his, like, acting thing and stuff, like, fuck yeah, or... I mean, there's... Per- personally, the Ring of Useful Objects, I think Jess is spot on. I think that that would be fucking yeah. such a silly and cool thing because it's, like, a daily thing, and it could be hella useful or it could be an absolute shitty, dumb morning time. Right. Um, I have a question. On the Ring of the Grammarian, is there a cap on the level of spell so the description says the level of the newly created spell will be similar to the level of the original spell and its effectiveness at the dm's discretion just wanted to make sure if like you know we're when we're baller and we cast a level five spell it's gonna be level five spell yes it will be similar within reason like it's hard because we're making up spells kind of as we go um but like what i don't want is for you to find a cantrip that can break the game basically if you change some cantrip to like, you know, summon giant or something like that. Um, no, absolutely. Yeah. So if whatever level you cast it at, the result of whatever new thing you do will be similar to that level too. Okay. I think Val would enjoy the zero gravity orb just because of the fact they would make for a fucking sick party. <laughs> like, could you imagine with the music and the lights? It's like a phone party on New Year's Eve or something. Like everybody in the club suddenly just starts floating and like, oh my God, like this is such a good time. Mm-hmm. Would this traveling salesman be interested in a very exclusive, very high fashion pair of not Ray-Ban sunglasses, perhaps? You probably have to ask him. Okay, ready? I'm going to do that right now. Hello. (laughs) Make a selection there, little friend. Hello. What are you buying? Please comply with my instructions. All right. Do the thing. Uh Uh-huh. Sure. Are you thing. pointing to something, Val? Great talk. Yeah, I'm just. I'm. 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 I, my hand is outreached, and I'm holding the pair of sunglasses. He says, "Oh, well, what do we Don't got worry. here? You can trust me. I'm friendly and approachable." You offering these for barter? Hello. I'll buy it at a high price. He says. Sure thing. How does? And he takes the sunglasses and he looks at them, and he goes, "Hmm. Ah, these are signature Foster Grants. Impressive. Hmm. I'll mm-hmm. give you thirty gold for them." Laugh out loud. And, he's, and, <laughs> and, Val sna- and Val snatches the glasses back. Oh, hard bargain. All Don't right. worry. You can trust me. All I'm right. friendly and approachable. 50 gold. Val gets a little bit more sort of... Do the thing. I All right. 60, but I cannot go any higher. Thank you for your assistance. You've been a great help. A fine transaction. I love commerce, he says. So long. Oh, we're done then. Uh, and then and well, Val just takes one step back. So add 60 gold. Val has 60 gold now. He just sold your sunglasses. They're designer, so it's a pretty good deal. Yeah. I mean, there's only one designer. I mean, they're not not Ray-Bans, but, you know. Well. So now we have 480? Yeah. So um, 
since you're in the buy-in market as well, what about- What are you selling? What about these? <laughs> and I show him the plate armor. You have two sets of it, right? Yes. Hmm. He looks it over and he goes, well, it's a little scuffed up, wouldn't you say? Seems used. Um, not as, I mean, sure, like the, the paint is like a little bit scuffed mm. there, but I mean, like- it's pretty new if you think about it because it's it also is really good at protecting you is the thing right it's it's literally the best that money can buy so like i mean if the paint's scratched that means it's doing its job well i don't know if i have room in the old backpack for two sets he goes all right why don't i give you say 150 for one I'm sorry, $150, or sorry, 150 gold. gold. That's right. Um, I think this retails for uh, 10 times that, so you're- Well, this ain't a retail market, is it? You just paid 60 fucking gold for a pair of darkened glasses. They're delightful and great. So is this. They were made lovingly by a man who cares about his craft. Hello. All right, all right, all right. Uh, 200. Really? You can sell them. Don't Even worry. if you sold you this trust for me. half. I'm friendly and like, approachable. Brand new plate armor would be 1,500 gold. You want to buy this from me for $200. You could, even if you sold it for half of what it's worth. No, 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 no. No, I'm sorry. We will not be selling this. I didn't ask to buy it. You asked to sell it, stranger. <gasps> Again, the sunglasses. They're delightful. I love them. Uh-huh. Okay, wow. well, in that vein, since you love fancy items, it appears. I do. I'm a collector. Um, I pull out three rings out of my pack, and I show you these three rings. What are, are you they? Just... Oh, I don't know. I Where did you get rings? Thing. I stole them from the bridge. Oh, yeah. That's they right. were like the fancy totems left by people, and then we got into that big fight. Sacrificial rings that caused the the gargoyles to come. Yes. Uh, okay. So they are f- very fancy and very expensive looking. Mm-hmm. Um, well, well, see, rings, rings I can carry in my pack, he says. Ugh, so, whatever. So can I describe what they are? Please. Okay, one is a solid gold band. Mm. The other is hand-carved turquoise band with a sapphire gem. Those are my favorite gems, he says. The uh, the other is also a solid gold band. So he looks at the set of rings and he says, I'll give you 100 for the set. Really? Um, <laughs> I kindly put them back in my pocket and I say, no, thank you. You're missing out, stranger. Got a lot of fine wares here for no. sale. We're going to... Okay, in character. I, this is me in character. Mm-hmm. Two solid gold rings and a sapphire studded... With turquoise, you said. Hand-garved turquoise band. Right. Those are his favorite jewels. One of those alone is at least a 1,000, oh. and you're going to undercut all three for 100. There's no, there's no even settling. I don't carry uh, that kind of coin, stranger. Well, unfortunately, you're going to miss out on these gorgeous rings then. That's fine. I wasn't asking to buy. I'm asking to sell. I know, but maybe. What are you buying? Uh, I'm buying the ring of the grammarian. Thank you. Oh. Drag. A okay. fine item. Uh, if you would like to 
uh, you can try to maybe strong arm this guy if you're trying to trying to do a little little business. Like rob him? No, but uh, can, we kill, you, can we kill him? You have an intimidation stat, don't you? Or a deception, or a persuasion, or something. He is just a person. Oh, you know what? Yeah. Um, Not that you've asked for his name. Well, wait. What is his name? Are you gonna ask him for his name? What's your name? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no one ever asks. No one ever asks for my name. He says, but you can call me Chunt. Mer- oh my fuck god! Fuck you, Danny. You are not. Co- oh, that's not, that is Mer- so fucking close to you cunt. Didn't, you didn't let me fuck finish. You, you didn't let you. me finish. Murchunt. You can call me Mur if you want. His name is Murchunt. Don't, don't fucking lead with chunt. How dare you? <laughs> What's well, James? That's how James Bond says it. He says. Iconic. Okay. Uh, hate this. Mur. Yes, stranger. Mister Mur. Here's the thing. I think you want to give me more for these rings. I think you want to give me 12 times as much. Do I now? Yes, you do. Hold now, on. why would I want to do that, stranger? Before Jared does anything at all, Val's uh, going to give him, a, a what's it called? The Bardic Inspiration Dice? Ooh, okay. Okay, yeah, then I'll do a check. What was, are you trying to intimidate him? or, or I'm trying uh, to persuade him. Persuade him. Okay. I'm going to persuade Okay, well then do a persuasion roll. Yeah, but I'm gonna. So I gave him a dice, which is that's a one d eight to teammate within sixty feet who can hear me. So, so you, you give him a, a d eight. I give you a one d eight to add to whatever roll you need to do. Oh, that's fucking sick. Okay, so I have if, a as long as it's, as long as it's a charisma check. Of it is. I got seventeen total. That's pretty good. That's good. That's good. Not not for that many rolls, like that many die. Good, but it's. it's good. I mean. Okay, so he uh, he takes a look at the rings, another look at the rings, and he kind of uh, swirls them around in his hand, and he goes, hmm, it is my favorite gym, I said, hmm. As he's holding, he's, this whole time he's holding his jacket open to both sides so you can look at the wares, but he, uh, he kind of lets one go and reaches around in his, uh, in his like, uh, vest pocket underneath, and he pulls out um, a small bag of gold, or a medium-sized bag of gold, we'll say, and he says, all I've got here is 400. So unless unless you are interested in bartering, stranger, I could just give you the 400 flat out to work, work out some kind of deal. So he has now offered you the, all his gold on his person. So with that in mind, okay, Wandle switcheroo. That's 400 plus Rats. the 100 for the zero gravity. Okay. Plus the temporary tattoo. 525. Plus the grammarian and the ring of useful objects. 825. Okay. Val wants the pocket sand. No, don't you fucking dare. Val it's it's is genuine like, sand. Val is very convinced that this sand is was going to be, even if Val doesn't even have pockets, A. There are no, <laughs> Val does not have pockets. Val has compartments. So mm-hmm. compartment Val is sand. going to rename this and turn it into compartment sand, which is probably not good for a robot. I mean, Val's got Val's all the sunglasses. Val really, really wants these. Like, you're going to have to convince me to not get the compartment sand. <laughs> Val has oh. 60 of their own dollars right now because Val you. sold some sunglasses. So That's true. Val has 40 of their own gold because without even knowing, Val has already made that transaction. Val now has a handful of sand and <laughs> chucked it into the back compartment. And, <laughs> and if Val could say, uh, what are you buying? 
but in a robot voice. But what does Val actually say? Thank you for your assistance. You've been a great help. So we got the zero gravity orb, the wand of the old switcheroo, the temporary tattoo of intimidation, the ring of useful objects, the ring of the grammarian, and one order of pocket sand. That's already transacted. That's separate money. Okay. Well, well that, that wrap it up good. then, friends. Uh, that sounds good to me. So how how much do you believe we owe you with the rings included? How's about 300? 200 and you got yourself a deal. 250. 225. All right. All right. We did it. Saddled up. But, a- but, he says, but you have to take a mystery potion as part of the deal. Okay. <laughs> I really wants us to have these mystery potions. Okay. Yeah. Let's take it. Mystery potion. How does everyone feel about that, though? I don't want to speak on behalf. Too late. Val already grabbed it out of the merchant's hand. All right. Well, done deal. When the merchant arm kind of slowly outreaches with the mystery potion in his hand mm-hmm. before actually giving it to anybody, Val automatically takes it, like mine, puts it in the back apartment. And then in exchange, Val grabs the woman's bonnet that they have in there yes, and then okay. places the woman's bonnet in the merchant's ha- open hand. All right. Maybe Thank this can give me some coverage assistance. from the sun. You've been a great help. Thank you, strangers. And uh, transaction completed. You guys have gone shopping. So. Wow. Before we go any further, I want to figure out who's going to carry what. Yes. So I know that I have the ring of the grammarian. Fuck yeah. And I and I have the ring of useful objects. Thank you. That. Stephanie has that. Jared has this. Val got the pocket sand. Um, I have mystery potion, compartment sand, and zero gravity orb. We gave Ellie the tattoo? Yes. So just to be clear, that is a temporary tattoo of a dragon shooting flames from its mouth while holding a bloody sword in one hand and a mug of beer in the other with the word fuck written underneath it. <laughs> yeah. Hello there, Quest fam, Quest frienders, Questers, whatever you are all called these days. This is Danny, the DM Dungeon Master of Quest Friends Forever, popping in here in the middle to say hello as always. So let's talk about some stuff. Let's talk about social media first. We're all on it. And honestly, what's the deal with social media, you know? I mean, if I could just have my five minutes here of stand-up. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I would never do that. Um, we're on social media. We're mostly on Instagram. That's where we do all of our stuff. We post announcements whenever there's a new episode. We've started making little one-minute-long audio clips of little funny or interesting moments from every episode to post in the off weeks. We're going to start posting actual video of ourselves recording from the Zoom call. All kinds of fun stuff, and more More is coming as well. We're having actually meetings about social media these days, so so you should start following us there. It's at Quest Friends Forever, and again, that's the number four, as always, the name of the show. Uh, we're also on Twitter. We're also on YouTube. Someday there will be a TikTok. I mean, there is a TikTok, but someday there will be content on it. I'm just not good at TikTok, and no one will tell me how to do it because everyone I ask is young, and they laugh at me because I'm a millennial who doesn't know how to do things on TikTok. But one day I'll trick them. I'll trick them into uh, teaching me, and then it'll be it'll be good. Anyway, also on social media, you can find all of the other shows that are on our podcast network. That is the Nostalgia Network. Uh, shows like the Nostalgia Podcast. Shows like the Lousy Advice Podcast. Shows like the Momos and the Appas, which are about movies and music and television, respectively, all three of those. They're all on the Instagrams. They're all on the Twitters, I think. They're all on the YouTubes. Go ahead and give them a follow as well. A follow for them is a follow for the greater good, I guess we'll say. 
Um, you can learn more about all of the shows and those of us that make them on the network at www.thenotstalgianetwork.com. And while you're experiencing our show and all those other great shows I just told you about, why not tell us how much you are enjoying them by giving us a rating and or a review and or a follow and or a subscription or a like or whatever, whatever they offer to to give you for us, do that. That that would be cool. Uh, those ratings really go a long way for us to get in front of more people. I know you can review on Spotify now, so you can just go ahead and click over to our podcast over there and just hit the old five-star button if you feel that's that's good and true, which, you know, we think we both know the answer to that. Or on Apple Podcasts or iTunes or Google or wherever you go, uh, ratings are really great. Reviews are really great. They really, really help us and uh, help us grow so we can do more fun stuff and do this more often. So that would be just, just peachy of you. But enough about that. I am here to now guide you back to the other side of this episode, the second half, part two, if you will. Well, it's not part two. It's the same episode. But let's get back to it. And hopefully you enjoy some of the stuff that's coming up. Someone's about to get really hurt. Uh, I'll let you find out who that is. And uh, enjoy. And we'll talk to you next time. Bye. You complete the remainder of the trek out to Goodspeed Desert without much incident. The tall trees and lush flora of the area surrounding the Petrichor Forest gradually become less and less common as you go, until eventually there is no green in sight in any direction. There are only the yellows and oranges of the sand and the dunes around them. There is not much to see out here, as you perhaps remember from the last time you went to the desert, though thankfully there are no haunted houses in the area this time. I'm going to stop you right there as we're going. Val suddenly comes to alert and says, Oh my goodness. Mm -hmm. And jumps off the cart. Okay. And reaches down and grabs a handful of the sand that's on the ground. Uh huh. And (laughs) puts that handful of sand in earlier said compartment where previous sand was put. Okay. And then starts walking towards the cart, kind of like uh, somebody who woke up on the right side of the bed, just having a blissful, cheery day. All things are going right for them. Mm -hmm. Just. Just like, wow, I'm so smart. That's what Val's demeanor is. And then Val gets back on the cart. Okay. So Val makes sure you know you have, uh, you have two pocket sands now in your I have inventory. Two. You know what? I'm a smart business person. <laughs> Stephanie and Ellie's knowledge of the area keeps your cart heading in the right direction, or at least what you assume is the right direction, though your lack of surroundings and the absolute uncertainty of what you're actually looking for makes the search a bit confusing. After a few hours of traveling through this large flat desert, you decide to take a quick break to provide the horses with some water. As you are doing that, I need everyone to make a perception check. <gasps> I mean, do I, though? In this Oof. instance, I would like you to, yes. Okay, I, I got, got a 5 plus wow. 11, so that's 16. Shit, okay. Oof. I got an 18. I got a 17. Dang, okay. The three of you, not counting Ellie, as you are kind of taking this break... Uh, giving the horses some water, taking some water yourselves, kind of just looking around at this big, flat, empty desert. Uh, something catches your eye up ahead in the direction you're traveling. The just the the horizon, like the the air, the place you're headed, the air kind of like ripples in a weird way. The area in front of you kind of like shimmers in a way that air doesn't normally. Um... And that is what you see. I'm going to go ahead and detect magic. Mm, okay. Ding, 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 ding. Magic, magic, magic. Alert, alert, alert. 
what school of magic is it? It is illusion magic. Hmm. Uh, oh. And the, the magic thing lights up, right? Yeah, it glows with the, the yeah. color like of the school of magic. So just a, a picture in front of you, Stephanie. You can see this. The others can't, but you can see it. Just a giant curtain of glowing light in front of you where you saw this shimmer. Um, like I a big my play curtain. You stick your head into it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'll tell you first what everyone else sees back in the car as Stephanie approaches this uh, this shimmering area. So what Ellie, Val, and Jared see is uh, Stephanie's head disappear into whatever, to you guys, thin air. Oh my goodness. Just Just no head there. What Stephanie perceives is Stephanie sticks her head through this kind of shimmering, uh, what she can see, this shimmering curtain. And it's as if you are putting your face like through a Stargate kind of situation. Suddenly the area on the other side is not what you saw six inches ago when you were moving forward. Um, It's still desert. It is definitely still the desert. But now suddenly there is a landmark up ahead. Uh, This new scene is revealed when you cross through this strange ripple there are a huge pair of high rocky crags jutting out from the earth, sticking out like two sore thumbs in this flat and unremarkable landscape. Okay. I pull my head back. It disappears from your sight. Okay. <gasps> um, I imagine her head reappears. And her head reappears, yes. Thank God. Basically, it's a big invisible curtain. There's just a couple of rocks. I don't know why anybody would hide this. But there's definitely it looks different over there. But um, to be it's clear, these are like a couple of rocks. These are like big, giant, like pride rock, almost mountains. But they're unremarkable. Other than that, they're it's just, just big, a, just a cu- big rocky a couple crags. of big rocks. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's just a couple of big rocks. It's not like one of them is like a fucking statue or anything. So it's a couple of big rocks. I guess we keep going, but um, we should probably stay alert because. Again, I don't know why anybody would hide a couple of big rocks, but I have a feeling we'll probably find out. Someone probably hit him for a reason, I guess. Um, When I stuck my head through, did I notice any magic in there? Yeah. Uh, the rocks are probably about a mile away. You can't really get a good look at them yet. Oh, I can't. Okay, so um, I can't because there it's is... only 30 feet. So... Oh, okay. Then yeah, no. Yeah. But it lasts for 10 minutes. So if it's going to take us 10 minutes to get there, just keep that in mind. So, yes. Uh, you guide the the horse corps through this curtain, which uh, the horses freak the fuck out because all of a sudden things just appear in front of them that they had not seen before. Um, so they get kind of a situation, but, uh, you know, you're, you're all good animal handlers. You calm them down. You're all friends by now. As you get closer, you notice that there is just enough space between these two big crags to suggest a path between them. And... That path seems to head downward, which would create a canyon uh, at the bottom between these two things out here in the middle of this big desert. The wind begins to pick up as you approach, quite noticeably, actually, kicking dust and sand up and around in your eyes and your face, impairing your visibility as the dust moves around your eyes or your uh, glass dome, I guess. If only we had some glasses. Mmm. I still have mine. Oh, okay. Would you like to adorn them? Do I have mine? I have mine too. Ah. Yeah, I'm the only one that sold them. Fuck it. I'm pulling out my glasses. I'm putting them on and I'm saying, fuck you, Sam. All right. So. I don't the- have, does Val have, retcon, does Val have any, you know how like with like a like a like an astronaut has that sun shield that they can pull down over the clear mm-hmm. part of their helmet? 
Does Val oh, have anything oh. like that for their glass dome? Not has that not be been established cool. in 25 episodes. So. I mean, you did have has a, a bonnet a... that you just gave away. That's Damn true. It. Uh, so the ones who put on glasses are a, a little bit better off, but this uh, sandstorm seems to be picking up quite a bit. Oh, wait. <laughs> As part of my entertainers pack that I started this game with, it came with, quote, two costumes. Okay. What, one of which I assume is a pair of those glasses that has the nose and the mustache attached to them. It absolutely is, yeah. Val puts those on. Okay. So now we have a robot wearing the Groucho Marx nose and mustache glasses on their glass dome. Wonderful. So this fucking <laughs> joke troop of adventurers <laughs> rolls up towards these crags. When you are within uh, just a few dozen yards now of the base of these crags, you look up and notice a new feature that you did not see before, Stephanie, because of the sand and the distance. At the entrance to the path that leads down into this canyon between these two rocks are two towering golden statues on either side of the path. They are about 30 feet high. They are statues of men who appear to be warriors. They're wearing sleeveless leather armor with big muscly arms, and they're holding their swords so the pointy end is down touching the ground by their feet. But they also have huge feather wings coming out of their backs. They are faced in toward each other with their eyes closed. And as you are now very close to them, you can now see bodies and bones piled up in the threshold between them. There is the body of an armored knight. There are a handful of rogue bandits, even a few birds and snakes, all lying right at the same point, right between the two statues, just before the path heads down into the canyon. Oh my goodness. What do you do? Um, it seems pretty chill. Is there magic? Is, Is my it... thing still on? Oh yeah. The statues are uh are lit up. What kind of magic? Dangerous. What do you guys think? Should we just go? I mean Seems chill. Sure thing. Uh Val, what if you throw some of your sand between Pocket them? sand. Pocket oh sand. Pocket oh sand. Val uh, takes a uh, dramatic step back. And Please be careful. Kind of does the, like, to, Val waves their arms. And you know how, like, uh, in baseball, when somebody is safe, then the ref goes, safe. Mm-hmm. Or the the baseball goes, ref. Safe. Yeah. Right. Sorry, umpire. Um, mm-hmm. Val does that in sort of a no way motion. <laughs> uh, <laughs> keeping in mind that there is sand literally everywhere all around you right now right but you can't have my sand oh okay uh, I paid okay. good money for this sand <laughs> okay uh, I'm, wa- I'm, wa- I'm, I'm waiting for this to increase in value before doing any kind of thinking about what to do with it crypto sand yeah this is my crypto sand great Back okay um, I'm going to walk up to the statues and I'm going to investigate Ooh, that's a better roll. I got a 17. So uh, you are obviously very small compared to these statues. They're very, very tall. Ah, yes. Very small. So they just seem to be made out of, uh, they're made out of gold, you notice when you get close. And the- Okay, so we're rich. Biggest thing you notice is as you step toward them, the closed eyes of the statue- begin to open about halfway <gasps> as you take steps towards them. Uh, so, gang, I think I think we have a classic never-ending story scenario here. Val yeah, immediately runs forward a good 20 feet ahead of the group. Stop. What are you doing? Where are you going, Val? 
towards the people who are rubbing their eyes. Val, stop. <laughs> stop running over there. Oh my God. We've established it's a never ending story scenario. But Have I'm you not, not seen but the I'm film? Not, I'm not a biological alive creature, though. Maybe they don't know that I'm a thing. Are you crossing the threshold? Yes. So you're going to step over all the dead bodies and stuff? Correct. Okay. Uh, Val, Val, are you wait, really? Wait, wait we no. haven't talked about this. What are you doing? Uh, I didn't even get to ask if like there was any inscriptions or anything on the fucking statues. There's like, not. Oh my god. Hey Val, go ahead and make a dexterity saving throw. The chaos you are trying to bring oh, fuck today. Yeah. That's a twenty-one. Wow. Okay. So as Stephanie is checking out these statues and like kind of pausing, like, wow, this is really weird. Big magical statues opening their eyes. This little fucking robot just runs full speed. <laughs> Basically, into Naruto runs this threshold where there are dead bodies. And Val, as you step onto the same spot as the dead bodies, those eyes that were kind of slowly opening when Stephanie approached fucking rocket open and begin instantly glowing a hot red. And both statues fire lasers out of their eyes. You know it was coming because while he was doing the open their eyes, there was a die in his hand. Oh, no. You don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> so, Val, you pass the deck save. So, do I do slow motion? Yeah. So, you matrix out of the way a little bit, but these giant statue guardians are still going to connect with their lasers. And Val is going to take 41 points of damage. Holy fucking shit. Really? Are you dead? No. Are you dead? Oh, my God. Okay. What does Val say in response to this? Because Jesus fucking Christ. Ouch. Oh, my God. Wait. How many hit points do you have? I have four left now. (gasps) Val jumps up almost like a scared bunny running from a wolf. Val now hops up probably above how tall Val can normally jump and 180s and then scurries back towards the group. Now, singeing. Wait. No, if you do that, then you are going to get hit a second time because you, yeah, you, really? you already went threshold. through. Yeah, you made it you've through. You've already gone through. Oh, okay. okay You're stuck on that side. I, I, was confu- I was confused about the threshold thing. Never no, mind. so you oh crossed. The laser struck you as you crossed the threshold. but You, you would be <laughs> actually dead. You, fucking okay. fall, you fall forward, basically, into this path so you've made it past uh, okay and you've just gotten your ass kicked by these two lasers thank God. you val for sacrificing your parts so sure uh, a very injured robot is now uh on the other side of this threshold okay. while the rest of you look on val oh my god val uh sorry okay anyways go on. <laughs> <laughs> that was in character um what is your you it seems like you have a plan what's your plan was that it i didn't I mean plan. val wouldn't be able to tell you Oh, I guess that's true. Yeah. Okay. Fuck. But, um, uh, spoiler alert, there was no plan. I'm smoking charred, probably in a bad shape, right? I mean, I'm alive, and yeah, four, four hit points is not one hit point or negative hit points, but it's still pretty low. Val gets so pushed I'm, to death more than anybody else. Yeah. but I, So mm-hmm. I'm I'm laying down on my back smoke kind of like singe, singe and, and you hear kind of like a crackle from like circuit boards kind of on fire and Val just, the sad you know the really sad noise that R2-D2 makes when he gets mm-hmm. hit by a force lightning or whatever yeah that's what I would be doing right now okay so there's there's the the dead bodies that are there Um, how old do they look are they like 
they're, they've been there for a while. They're like so skeletons. Some of them are bones Skeletal? and skeletons. Uh, there are some that are not fully decayed yet, not to get too Ooh. macabre, Yuck. but um, recent ish. Um, and there's no inscriptions, you said. And it doesn't, I can't, they all just fucking died in the same spot. Yeah, just they're all stacked up in that spot where Val just got hit. When Val ran there, did they kind of like like a bowling ball coming in and then just bones everywhere? I mean, it's not, the... a, it's not that tall of a stack. Maybe Val okay. like Val maybe would have tripped on them if they had failed their roll, but uh, stepped over them and, and just barely dodged enough of it to not die. But the bodies are definitely still there. Okay, drowning pool. Yeah, let the bodies hit that floor. Okay, if like, just, just real quick, if it's 41... On half damage, um, my hit points are 45. And if we don't succeed on that check, then your girl is so close. Oh, so close to death. Oh, oh, it is there. I did roll for that, by the way. So I could potentially roll higher or lower. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. <laughs> okay. Um, Is this our only option to go through these people? Val, we're going to get to you i hope you're okay um stay there we're we're coming oh we're c- god Ugh. we're coming to get you barbara <laughs> poor <laughs> little thing um okay i'm looking at everything now i'm i'm not going to go anywhere near those statues but i am looking for any fucking clues at all there's no like hidden doors or anything um are you like checking like the the cliff face of these crags kind of uh-huh yeah uh you, there's no there's no doors or windows just like Damn. the yeah i beat you to it just Eric, two big craggy mountains here in the middle of the fucking desert with murder statues i don't know because the thing is is like if i did the switcheroo and then i went or one of us did it and went and inspected and found something, maybe an off switch or some, I don't know, something cool. But then what if there isn't anything over there? And we switch. And now we essentially have to be near death to get across. Because, like, at this point, we're already separated. We have to figure out a way out of it. And I think the only way out is through. But I think our only option is for one of us to switch and to search for a way to shut it off so we can all pass safely. Um, I have a question. Okay. So there's no way no way to get through basically without going in the middle of these these two statues, right? If you're going down the path, you're gonna go between the two statues. Can we climb the rock and skip the statues together? You can like, sure as fuck try to climb this rock. Uh-huh. Sure. Can I? Can I? I mean, I, if you look at this little drawing I made for you on paint, the rock goes well, well, well above the height of the statues. Oh, indeed. Indeed. So so you're saying this is cool? You can try this, yeah. Cool. Um, hey, Jared, Ellie. <laughs> yes. I'm going to do something. And you're just going to have to, like, get on my back. Like, hold on in a second. Okay? Okay. Cool. Are are the horses good here? We need to make sure the horses are okay. Uh, I mean, the horses got a little a little uh, startled by the the big noise of two huge laser beams hitting a big metal robot. But oh, why? How do the horse? How do the horses feel emotionally after seeing their very 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 best friend get struck by lasers? Yeah, they're all right. Uh, oh, 
Wow. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, they're they're safe. It's a little. It's just sandy and windy out here, but uh, there doesn't seem to be an immediate threat unless you go near those fucking statues. Excellent. Okay. So I'm gonna turn into a giant spider. Okay, a throwback. We love a throwback. I'm going to. <laughs> okay, turn into a giant spider. And then I motion with one of my eight legs, like, you know, come on, let's, let's get up here. Come on. I'm like, and I kind of like, I, I try to get low, get, get low. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Ellie, uh, cautiously and a little bit concerned, but she's, she's on board. She climbs on. Uh, okay. Uh, tell me if I'm hurting you, I guess. Sorry. I guess you can't talk. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, here we go. I'm going to take one of my legs and make the, like, the salute. Like, okay. okay. <laughs> Jared? Uh, Jared. Oh, I'm hopping on too. Cool. Is this, this giant spider is big wait. enough to hold two folks, right? Oh, perfect. Oh, okay, cool. Because in my head, I was like, wait, was I, uh, did we switch? Am I not going? <laughs> um, okay, great. Yeah, no, I hop on also. Perfect. Oh, <laughs> that's me getting on. Yeah, it's large, so it's bigger than a person. So, yeah. Cool. So I can climb 30 feet per turn or whatever. So, mm-hmm. And, and you can I climb have difficult surfaces a, without an ability a check. stealth of plus seven. So I'm trying to also do this kind of sneaky. Okay. Because <laughs> um, those things fucking terrified me. Okay. So tell me so. to paint me a picture of what you're doing right now. So you've got the Ellie and Jared on your back and you are approaching this like the side of the cliff that you're facing. Yes. Okay. So I'm going to go behind behind the statue and kind of like trickle up. Okay. Yeah, just like you just it. go like to the right of it. Like there's not really a behind yeah, yeah, yeah. it. You just gotta go onto the side. And then skitter up. Okay. Look down. Nothing nothing different. Uh they don't their eyes are not opening, no. They've closed their eyes after they shot Val. Uh skitter, skitter, skitter. Nothing? So far so good. Okay, I'm skittering, skittering, skittering. That going to, I guess I'm going to the top of this thing, and then I'm gonna use um, I'm gonna use my butt stuff to, no, <laughs> uh huh, no use... no no, go ahead, <laughs> go ahead. I have to finish that thought. I'm gonna use my web to come down uh-huh. from the top of. So if you go all the way to the top of this crag, this crag is probably uh probably. 200 feet tall so you're way 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 up there now above the statues so cool. and you're gonna go to the side and, and web down uh-huh into the canyon where val is yeah okay you do that do i see anything at the top of this since we're up here uh, do we see anything does anybody oh you're gonna look around um yeah. fucking flat nothingness as far as the eye can see though you can have kind like of 100 eyes with right your now, 100 eyes so. and very good stephanie perception uh you can kind of see that uh that shimmer again where you came through the curtain uh, but around you on all sides, implying that this is surrounded by that invisible magical curtain. Okay. Uh, but otherwise, it's just flat all around here. Okay, then, yeah, we web down together as friends. <laughs> uh, Before we go, I I do make a note, and I, um, I'm like, whoa, I can see my house from here. Yeah. And then I turn to the group, and I'm like, you get it? Uh, Stephanie... Two of her spider legs, like, are thrown up in the air, just kind of like, uh, <laughs> as we go down. Because I can multitask, too, while being As a spider, spider which is okay. pretty great. So I'm, like, yeah. I'm going down and also giving the, like, 
I don't know what you're talking about arms. It's very cute. Uh, Iconic. Cool. So you lower down uh, into the canyon near Val, I assume. Val, yes. what are you doing this whole time? Just chilling. Dying. Just laying on the ground just, thinking about your just, life and just, your choices. Just hanging out. Kind of sparking and puffing a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> okay. Um, Stephanie, you lower down. Spider Stephanie lowers down with uh, Jared and Ellie clinging on. Uh, we'll say Ellie used some rope to like tie herself on uh, for this perilous climb, but you uh, touch the ground behind the statues now in the canyon, and the statues stay. I mean, uh, they could, they could just climb down on my web if they wanted to. Ah, uh, Stephanie or uh, Ellie thinks that's a little. I guess gross. it's sticky. She's cool hanging. Sticky. She's cool just hanging on with the rope. <laughs> uh, she says, "No okay. thanks to the web," um, and you lower down, and you are now in the canyon past the statues. And then uh, with with a, a sparking vowel right near you. Return. Shlunk. Yeah. Okay. Wow, okay, that's okay. That worked well. Yeah, yeah, we we did it. Um, Jared, can you look for an off switch while uh Ellie and I try to make sure that Val is okay? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Take care of Val. I'm gonna go look around. Um, I walk away. Pew 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 pew, pew and then I do an, uh, what is it called? Inspection check. Investigation investigation you're going down into the canyon yeah so how far again is the canyon uh these don't look down the uh so i mean you're on the ground but uh these these mountains are are they're long this canyon is uh 200 yards long it's it, maybe 300 it's pretty long it's a long okay. canyon and it, like it goes down obviously flattens in the middle and goes back out the other side it's like a it's like a u-shaped kind of canyon okay oh it'd be really good for snowboarding maybe yeah but it's sand sandboarding oh. Sandboarding. Sandboarding. SpongeBob. Hey. Uh and it as far everywhere. as width, it's like um it's pretty pretty narrow. It's like ten, fifteen feet wide only. Okay. It's a pretty narrow canyon. We'll say we'll, um, we'll say twenty feet. Twenty feet wide. I'm gonna go ahead and start I mean, I look at my general vicinity where I am right now, mm-hmm. right at this entrance. Is there anything that I notice in particular that stands out? Or anything that's like useful knowledge before uh, I start venturing in? So something maybe you notice that is uh, you can probably notice with your with your passive um, where you came in obviously where like the bodies and stuff were where it's like there were like footprints and stuff of people who had been here before obviously the people that got hit with these fucking lasers and died uh, on this side of the canyon there are no footprints you are making the first set of footprints in this sand okay which is something that you notice. that's one small step for man nope, mm-hmm. nope. okay I'm gonna just start running down the canyon okay. And just foul style running. Yeah, I'm just top gonna, speed. I, I'm just gonna go <laughs> and like. Hopefully, I I run into something, and I just I keep running, eyes wide open, trying to arms look wide for, open, arms wide open into the sunlight. Um, welcome to um, <laughs> and, and just is that, wait, see, wait, 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 wait. Is I that do. how you solve this puzzle? Do you have to sing that when running? That would be. I would never make that puzzle. I would never make that. You can't um, get into the cavern unless your arms are wide open. Nickelodeon Kids Choice Award winner Creed. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh my uh, god! Did they really win a Kids Choice Award? I think they. I think they won a Kids Choice Award for arms wide open. I'm not. You know what? Actually, I'm, get on the Google. Yeah, so you're running. You're running down do singing Creed. What are Ellie and Seventy doing? Oh, sorry. I'm looking up uh, Creed. She's also Googling. I think Eric's also doing it too. <laughs> oh, okay. So we were doing it in tandem. Well, yeah. I won't. I don't need that in my search history. Tandem Creed um, Googling. Oh, but anyways, we're gonna use that sweet staff of uh, of Stephanie's to heal. 
little old little robot. Oh, Ellie Staff. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's hers. She she has it. Uh, she belongs to her. Uh, do you want her to do the strongest one? Yeah. Okay. So she can do. She can spend half of the staff's energy to cure Val three d eight. Do it. Okay. Two fives and a seven. So seventeen. So. Eric, did you come up with any answers for us? I don't think they did. Why did I say that? Mm. It's a mystery that will remain unsolved. Can we nominate them? <laughs> it's a little late, I think. So, um, <laughs> Ellie touches Val with this staff of healing, and Val, you feel some some life return to your circuits and and bits and uh, bits and bites. And meanwhile, Jared is sprinting the other direction. So the three of you near the statues hear some some sounds now coming from behind you as you're all turned toward Val to, to check on them. You hear uh, like a lot of sand being moved at once all of a sudden. And Jared, while you are running the opposite direction, you don't hear it, you see it because you're running toward it now. The sand below you that has no footprints on it begins to kind of shift and move a little bit. And rising up out of the sand in front of you, Jared are a pair of sort of humanoid-looking figures made of sand. These are sand golems that have been awoken by your presence in the canyon and rise up in front of you and stop and kind of stare right at you while back across near the entrance, three more rise from behind the three players near the statues and look at you menacingly, and they await for you to roll initiative. Maybe I should have stayed as a spider. This podcast has been brought to you by the Nostalgia Network. Visit the NostalgiaNetwork.com for more. Hey everybody, I'm Eric. I'm Shelby. I'm Jake. And we are the band Lousy Advice from the Lousy Advice Podcast. Come listen as we draft artists and genre-centric best-of lists. With the help of our closest friends. These lists are canon. And there's not a goddamn thing you can do about it. From Misfits to Cher. Green Day to Gaga. Or Pup to Paramore. Listen to the Lousy Advice Podcast now or else. Stream us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, The Nostalgia Network, or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget that we are the band Lousy Advice, and this is our podcast, The Lousy Advice Podcast. The Lousy Advice Podcast? The Lousy Advice Podcast. Podcast.